I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. This week, uh, we've got a really special guest, uh, another another handsome guest. I don't know why we have really good-looking guys in our group. I don't know, uh, but but this is a podcast, so you won't be able to see him. Uh, but anyway, we've got a man who was just recently a, a site Q at the Danger Zone, uh, a guy I've really come to just enjoy in conversation in, in the gloom, and uh, I'm happy that uh, I think he's on the mend as far as uh, injuries go, but uh, Animal House, it's good to see you, man. Um, where we like Flag. to start off uh, is just with that first workout, who he ate you, uh, and then how'd you get the name uh, Animal House? I'd love to hear that story. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Um, we had to delay this a little bit due to uh, allergies, illness, so thank you for your flexibility, the plague. Uh, all right, so who he aged me? Uh, I have to give credit to Shroot, but um, it, it probably secondary – credit goes to my wife okay so sure posted something on uh, facebook and our m's are friends so they must be connected on facebook somehow um always been into to fitness and, and you know i've ran a lot done done all kinds of different things but kind of had my own thing going on and uh PJ Schrute had posted something and she's like, Hey, you might really like this. It's a bunch of guys that get together and do stupid stuff. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I, I was finishing this other program and I, so I kept delaying, kept delaying, kept delaying. And she's like, all right, you're done with this program. You should go out. So, um, met Schrute at Titan Alley. Um, he was a little concerned for me because he's like, you know, uh, the Murph is one of the tougher workouts that we have out there. Are you sure this is the first one you want to go to? And I'm like, hey, if I'm going to go, I might as well get the full experience. Mm -hmm. So went out, I believe, you know, I really should remember these things more. Um, I believe Swiper was on the queue that day. Um, and lots of times when you get in front of lots of people that you may not know, you have, I, I anyway, kind of blank out and I'm not really sure what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> sometimes. So I, I probably gave a life history and part of that life history was around my fraternity at the university of Nebraska Lincoln and, and my different experiences there. And probably some, some times I would like to forget or should forget. <laughs> um, and hence animal house stuck. So, uh, when you see, Belushi and uh, the different gifts that that I sometimes put out there, or others put out there for me. Yeah, the result of the movie Animal House. Oh man, that that's awesome! So, did you do a double? Did you do a Smurf and a Murph on your first post, oh. or do you remember? I think I just did a single. I'm okay. pretty sure I I did yeah. not. I didn't actively pre-run for the longest time because uh, during COVID, which was about the time I I, I joined which F3 has been a blessing during that time period. And then it just continues to give going forward. But I had this dog and I bought her specifically to go running with. Mm. So I felt bad um, 
going and running without her. So lots of times I would either take her before we'd go to the beat downs or, or before I'd go to the beat down or many times afterwards, mm -hmm. um, I'd rush home, uh, to, to go with her. And I, I don't know, I think it's swiper one day we were working out and he's like, dude, you really need to start pre-running. So now you, if you follow me on Strava, you'll see, uh, I try to get Ruby out my dog at least a mile a day, uh, nice. sometimes more. So, uh, triple workout, I guess sometimes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, that, I, I love that you started, you picked the hardest one. So I, I, I have to ask, cause you were a runner before, it sounds like, right? So then what's the Murph? How, what did you think of that? Was that a tough workout or? I still hate pull-ups. Always <laughs> will hate pull-ups and will continue to hate pull-ups. Yeah. What is it about pull-ups you think? Just I think I'm weak. Okay. <laughs> so I just don't do them well. Uh, and I've consciously over the years uh, done different pull-up programs trying to get better and I'll, I'll get better at it. It's kind of one of those things where if you're not real good at it and it doesn't come naturally to you, you kind of like don't like it. And I think yeah. pull-ups will always be that thing for me. Merkins, push-ups, air squats. I can do those all day, but pull-ups, man, every time they just, they just drain me. Yeah. Now I, I didn't hear burpees on your list. So is that, you know, I'm a, I like burpees. Yeah. Yeah. You do. I've yeah. seen, I've seen, you've seen you doing the burpee challenge out there. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like from a, a fitness standpoint, like where, where are you at now? Uh, compared to before before you started F3, have you seen any improvement there? From a uh, fit, pure fitness aspect, I I, um, I can on a, w w with a straight face say I'm not sure from a fitness health-wise, no. physical, um, that, that I've had any true advances. Sure. So I, I've definitely done different things than, than I, I, I probably never would have done before or done without F3. But from a pure fitness standpoint, I think I'm okay. Uh, F3 has helped make me more consistent, probably. I would go through spells oh. where a month I'd be really good, a month I'd maybe not be as good, a month really good. Uh, most weeks I will be out five, if not six days a week. Uh Icy Hot and I just finished 75 hard, so that was uh, nice. that was seven days a week for 75 days of 90 minutes, so that was lots of fun. But we'll probably get to this later. Uh, one of the – I mentioned COVID. I, I mentioned um, just how it was really beneficial for me. And you read Free to Lead or, or different things, but the male companionship mm. of kids – and you, you get friends through there. Uh, I'm a, you know, a devout Christian for the most part, although I have many faults and, and fall short of that glory, but I keep striving. So I have friends there, but there's something about uh, <clears throat> meeting a consistent group of people on a daily basis hmm. um, and just get to know them and get to know just totally more in-depth things than you probably never will. So from a mental standpoint, and just like you and I are today, um, I, I like physical, uh, what do I, what's the right word here? Um, being able to tangibly, physically see someone in front of me every once in a while. Yeah. And during that time period, um, I was on calls like this all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I saw my wife and my kids. We didn't have a lot of activities going on, so you weren't getting out and about. You weren't going to the store. So some of some of those things really were beneficial to me, and I wasn't even there during the the real heat of it all. So I wish yeah. I would have found it maybe a couple years earlier. Yeah. Do you, Do you think some of that is what maybe pushed you? You know, from like because you knew about it and were hesitant to go, and we're finishing up some programs. But what do you think it was that made you really decide? Okay, I'm going to go try this now. Um, different. Yeah. Shoot, was really enjoying it. <clears throat> and I think one of the, the great things as I've been in it for nearly two years now is uh, inevitably I will go someplace and I will have a relationship with someone. I may not know their real name, <laughs> you know, yeah. unless I see them a lot, but yeah. I know them from F3 or we've done a workout together or a community event together. Um, that's fun. My, my M likes to give me lots of a hard time about that because she's like you don't know their real name do you I'm like, nope. <laughs> not at all but i might know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i do though i do know your nickname most of the time yeah so. that's awesome so you mentioned the the companionship or the fellowship piece uh, curious for you as you as you started in the group what was was it you know a lot of guys say it's coffee or but what do you think for you kind of enabled those friendships to form being beside someone doing something different, them encouraging me, me encouraging them, you start to build trust and a bond. Mm-hmm. Um, pro- co- coffee's okay, um, which I enjoy coffee, but pre-runs are, mm. you and I ha- yeah. have done pre-runs together. And, you know, sometimes you're in a big group, lots of times you pair up or you find someone that you want to run with. And, and that those are the times where, you can really have those deeper conversations about what's going on in their life. What's going on in your life? Uh, is there something you're struggling with? Are you having success with something that you want to let someone know? Um, I always felt it was a kind of a judgment free zone, right? Uh, sometimes uh, if I run with fast people, I, I don't talk very much cause I can't breathe, but uh, yeah, I think the pre-run is really where I've connected with individuals. Mm, yeah, no, I, I love that. It, I mean, I'm, I feel the same way. And it's, you know, coffee, sometimes if there's a lot of guys, it's hard to, you know, really get a full, you know, conversation and, there, you know, other guys are, you know, talking about whatever. And so I, I would agree the pre-run for me and it's, um, it helps the run go by, right? If you're on, if you're doing like a half or a longer run, um, you know, you, you're really like, you almost don't even know you're out there, right? It just goes by so quick. So don't even think about it, which is the beauty of it. Yeah. What do you think about, like, um, I was thinking about this the other day. So, you know, curious your thoughts, but like COTs somehow for me, like when you hear a guy share something that's on his heart in, in a COT, um, that kind of opens the door a little bit. And and then you feel like if you connect with what he's saying, you can all, you know, you kind of can go on a deeper level, but has that, have you felt that at all or? <clears throat> yeah, I totally agree. Um, the most special ones are the really oddball goof, goofball ones. Right. Um, but the ones where people get personal uh, are special and help develop one. There are lots of times bearing their soul, something that's very meaningful, could be private for them and get in front of a, a group of individuals. And it's amazing. Every time you do share something, uh, we all as males, um, or maybe I'll just speak for myself. 
you know, I think my problems are unique and no one has the same, no one's dealing with the same stuff I am. Um, cause I'm selfish. Right. right. And it's all about me. Um, but when they do share and you do have that connection, um, I found it very beneficial to go up and, and mention that to them and have that had others do the same for me to realize hey we're we're a bunch of schmucks here on this earth trying to make it day by day and we all have similar problems some more extreme than others but uh that support network and knowing people are there and behind you um, is very important yeah have you had any opportunity to form like a, a shield lock or a sort of whetstone relationship anything in that space that you found helpful you know i i don't know if i've got a a there were times where um, not on a consistent basis. So that, mm-hmm. that is a to-do possibility. I have some definite really good friends that I've formed through F3, mm-hmm. but we don't have a, a text chain or a prayer chain or anything like that. So maybe that's something I want to think about because I think there is power in that. When I was training for the marathon, which is where I broke my foot, I'm, I'm 99.9% sure. Uh, there were a group of individuals that were also doing it and we met just about every day. Hmm. Yeah. So that, that was a core group. Um, and, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because there's all these little like different opportunities to form like a, you know, a core group, right? It's maybe if you're training for something or queen service or, you know, the Murph challenge or, you know, there's all sorts of opportunity there. I, I think, you know, the shield lock is a little bit challenging. Um, it, first of all, it's challenging for guys, right. To just ask each other, like, Hey, you know, do you want to be in this, you know, official thing? But it, it, you know, I think it's also challenging just based on our schedules and, and differences there. So it's like, you, you may connect with somebody in the gloom, but your life may not align to hang out outside of workouts. And, and the cool thing is I think that's totally, fine with all of us right i I don't think i don't know i like the flexibility too now i i'm definitely accountable to show up somewhere Mm -hmm. um but it's not necessarily for another individual it's for myself and the others that will be there or this you know who's queuing that day or some of those so um you know so some i i know lots of packs that that have shield locks and love it works great for them um i guess i gotta i'll ponder yeah, that think through that yeah yeah <laughs> i curious you mentioned uh your injury and i wondered if you would just you know talk us through that I, you know i curious um just how you went through that and then how you overcame maybe the the desire to not show up i remember seeing you at several workouts you know wearing your boot and all that sort of stuff but what was your experience like going through that so we were training for grandma's marathon and, um, I think it was, we'd started a little bit before I became site site Q. So Wednesdays where, when I was there, we always tried to show up at a place. And if we were doing a training run, um, lots of times I'd do the workout and then we'd go do the training run or something like that. But, um, so maintain that flexibility. But anyway, the injury, I don't know when it happened. It could have been during the race. Um, I'm pretty sure it happened during the race because the last two miles, my foot hurt really bad. Hmm. Um, then I was stubborn thinking, you know, it's just a strain. You run 26.2 miles. You put in literally hundreds and hundreds of miles to prepare for the race. 
Um, I just need to lay off running for a little bit. Let's, let's go down. And, and then the Murph challenge was happening. And I'm like, you know, I'll go get this checked out after the Murph challenge. So I completed the Murph challenge, <laughs> um, was sitting at, with my mom on her deck. And I had, it was, it was still nice out, had my shoe off and, you know, this was the realization where I needed to get this checked out. Cause she looked at my foot and she said, there's something not right with your foot. My am of course had been t- telling me that because I was gimping around and going, man, my foot hurts wearing compression socks, so on and so forth. But mom, mother's day is coming up. Give love to your moms. Uh, <laughs> those that still have them around, uh, cherish that. Um, but I went in and, and, uh, the doctor, well, and in fact, the nurse, they brought up my x-ray. The nurse is like, yep, yep, you, you have your broken foot. This is unique because lots of times stress fractures, is a stress fracture, um, we can't see them. Um, we have to really dial in, and mine was very apparent. Um, I could even see it, and I am medically ignorant. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I, I got the boot, and um, that was tough. So I had cues set up. Or And I had commitments to the danger zone. So I, I never missed any of my Wednesdays, except if I was out of town, um, whether I had my boot on or not. And uh, what I would tell individuals is, hey, I'm just here to help. Hmm. And you don't worry about me. I'll gimp along. If you're going to run a long ways, I probably won't be joining you, but I'll do as, as much as I can. And then various other events I, I tried to attend. If I, if I EH somebody or there's a big shovel flag pass, um, one of the things that really helped me realize is I'll go back to the, the friendship and to seeing the, the different individuals you're used to seeing on a consistent basis or meeting new ones. Um, cause I kind of felt there was a core group of, in, you know, guys that were still around, but then there's all these new guys and mm. I was only going one day a week. So, um, it felt like I missed my introduction opportunity for them because they had been going in their stories. Um, so that was fun though, too, in in a different way, because then I could re-engage because I didn't know who the heck I was. Yeah. Um, so re-engage with them and, and hopefully, uh, you know, lock them in and tell my story and why it's important to me and why I keep coming Hmm. most days. Yeah, man, I, you know, I, I love that. And I think um, it is, it is fun, you know, not being there when somebody name is getting named, it, it's kind of like you feel left out. But um, I just met a guy this morning whose nickname was, was Flavor Saver, right? And then, so then I get to ask, well, how'd you get, how'd you get that name? Uh, but anyway, that's, a, that's another podcast. I'm curious your, because it may, maybe this is just me, but like, you, you love to work out. It's a, it's a major kind of staple in your, your daily routine. Then you have this injury and you, and you can't do that thing. I mean, talk me through like, you know, me- mentally, emotionally, how'd you get through that? Or, or did you still work out on some level? I still did. I still did upper body. I did work okay. on pull-ups during that time period. I actually got better at them. Um, during that time period, I tried to lift upper body, um, I came up with a kind of a push pull leg routine legs, a little suspect, but the rest of it, I could, I could do for the most part in my boot and I didn't have to move around a lot. So I, and I tried to keep early mornings. Um, you know, that's one of the great things about F3 is typically I'm done and home before anyone in my house is up yeah. because if I did anything at night, 
my kids are so busy right now. It's we're at the point in our lives to where we have something going on almost every night. And when we don't, it's like, what do we do? Um, (laughs) so that, that, that was good. So I kept that routine up. Um, I tried to walk the dog around the block because I think she probably suffered more than I did because she's used to these, this, this activity and all of a sudden, whoop, nope. Um, the rest of my family didn't appreciate me breaking my foot because that means they got to take, uh, the dog on a walk, but mentally, uh, I think I was down, I gained weight, um, Mm. during that time period. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have, uh, you know, you weren't committed to going out and seeing people. So there may have been nights where I had a, a couple, couple too many beers because I'm like, you know, if I don't wake up, no one's going to care. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, 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 and then coming back was tough because when I left, I, I was in, I'll, I'll call it very good running shape. Mm. Um, and had completed the Murph challenge. And I, I think I was probably in as good a shape I had been in my entire life, just whole roundedness. Um, I could run fast if I wanted to. Um, I, I could go out and do multiple Murphs on a day-to-day basis. Um, and then you stop. And e- even though you say you're going to do well, um, you take out some of that physical push that you get from others and you just maybe don't push you know get that that same level of intensity overall so i can remember when i finally got out of the boot um going out for a run on my own because there's no way i was going to pre-run because i would have been so slow no one you know even um and 200 yards in i'm like going (gasps) breathing where you had you know three months ago or a couple months ago just finished a a marathon um with my best time ever so i'm i'm i wasn't breaking any world records i won't pretend that ever but um but that was my fastest one ever so at 48 years old or whatever it was um so that part of it and it and i'm a big I really enjoy the process. So the day-to-day grind is what motivates me. It's not uh, Mm. the finishing or the celebration part of it. Um, Lots of times in work and, you know, the, the, the thing I really appreciate about F3 is it's something different every day. So I don't know what I'm getting done with it or what I'm getting into. Um, So you're surprised sometimes, but it's that just, consistency in that process and doing it on a consistent basis where I just take so much satisfaction out of it. And during the injury, you know, I wasn't seeing the process wasn't the same and I wasn't getting the same results. And then coming back, the process was way slower than I wanted it to be. Um, I'd say I'm for the most part back now. One of the things about the injury that it did make me appreciate is um, the encouragement I got from others, I want to return that. Mm-hmm. So one of my goals now is to, um, connect with as many people around me, whether they're, they're excelling, there may be days where I want, you know, I want to run with the, the ponies and there may be other days where I want to go with the Clydesdales and just not having that flexibility to just go out there and, and connect in, um, 
talk with people, motivate people, help them out uh, going forward. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's what's interesting, like you, you had the site queue responsibilities that kind of kept you hooked in or plugged in. But you know, I was thinking the other day, like what, you know, how do we make sure we're continuing to reach out to the guys that get injured, don't have any responsibility that keeps them coming out. And um, cause like you said, it's, it's not easy to just come back, you know? And I think um, there's probably a lot of guys that, were injured, took some time away and, and, and we, and you almost need to re re EH them. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. As you, as you know, um, I'll tell this story. So I wasn't sure about this group when I first started. So I gave my work number. Right. So if anyone <laughs> uses the roster um, and tries to actually contact me, I'm never going to get it. So like <laughs> you can, you can speak from experience there. Cause I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah. Um, but I have, in cases, especially since my injury, made it at a point to, if I haven't seen someone in a couple of weeks and I know they're dealing with something, reaching out to them and saying, hey, you know, what's going on? Um, how are you doing? Uh, because several individuals did that for me, and that that showed me that they cared. They loved, they loved me and wanted to see me back out. And I want to express that to them also. I can think of two or three individuals I've reached out to recently and um, a couple of them came back out, so it's mm-hmm. good to good to see them. So encourage them there. I've been there. I, I know what it's gonna. I know what it's like. Yeah, for sure. Well, and if, I would just say if, if you are uh, a site queue or somebody that has access to the roster, look yeah, out. Sorry, look out for the incorrect phone numbers. But also, if, if you see Tater, ask him to tell his story about contacting the the wrong tardy uh, prior oh. to to a VQ. Uh, <laughs> So look out for guys, you know, multiple guys with the same name. Uh, yeah, you have to search multiple times. I've done the same thing. I've mixed phone numbers up too and invited people to things, and they're like, "Hey, this isn't who you think it is." But a couple of times they're like, "Yeah, I'll come. I'll come yeah. out." Maybe that's our strategy, right? We just start texting people, and, and yeah, anyway. see what happens. Um, no, I, I and I guess the kind of segue into that third F piece or the the faith piece. I mean how have you seen your faith develop through just through maybe through F3, through the injury, uh, some of those things where, where are you at today? Several things. So I'm an active member in my church. I'm a believer in Christ. Um, that that's one of the, the, I mean, one of my most important things, um, fall short many, many times. Uh, but you got to get back up and, and we have a wonderful savior in Christ. um, one of the things I think F3 has helped me realize is, um, it's going to sound cliche, but it is true. The impact of males in our communities has diminished for various reasons, which we don't need to get into. Mm-hmm. And getting together with a group of men on a consistent basis and hearing their stories and then seeing how it's motivated me to get involved in things I never would have gotten involved in. It's motivated me to reach out to various organizations and, and state my views uh, because, you know, I don't think that happens nearly enough. Um, We've vacated or society has helped us vacate. I'm not sure what the right phrase is. Um, Some of those responsibilities, um, you know, and, and when you have a great M like I do, you know, she fulfills a lot of the gaps and does lots of things. And, and uh, sometimes I, I think I got lazy. Mm. Um, 
and, and hearing stories or guys saying appreciate your M's and, and help that that's helped our relationship overall and also may help me realize, man, I don't know if I'm doing all the things I should be doing. So yeah. um, I'm still a work in progress, but. Yeah. I, you know, um, you mentioned concentrica uh, just that you know, oh. kind of how you prioritize your, your life. It's a balance, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think it's put into perspective faith, family, and then all the other stuff is kind of the order I always try to think about it in. Mm -hmm. um, there, there have been times where um, I've probably reversed those around way too many times. I, I, I probably am obsessive compulsive about certain things. And, and those that know me really well will say, yep, you are. I'll get fixated on something and that will engulf me. Um, so that the balance has been really important to me. Am I spending time in my faith? Am I spending time with my family? Mm. Like little things like taking my wife out on a date, you yeah. know, um, has become important. Trying, trying to have uh, conversations with my boys. I have two boys. Um, they're at the ages where they know everything and dad knows nothing. Um, and, and I, I laugh cause my dad used to say, you know, I'm smarter than you think I am. I say the same thing to my boys now. And, and I realized he was, <laughs> and he's, I should have listened to more of his stuff. Um, so trying to have more of those conversations instead of just being, ah, give up and say, okay, you'll learn someday and then we'll talk. But, uh, but trying to be that, that leader, of my family, which I think is my responsibility. Um, so leading when I'm supposed to be leading, listening when I should listen, hmm. um, has been big. So yeah. Man, big family and everything else. That's, that's really good. And you know, I liked what kind of that last piece you said, they're leading when I should be leading and li listening when I should be listening. And <laughs> I, um, I struggle with that. I also wanted to kind of get your thoughts because you, you mentioned a couple things that, um, you know, maybe I'm at, this is a selfish question, but you mentioned you enjoy the process of things. Uh, and, and sometimes you can be obsessive about certain things. So, so like for, for me, right. I struggle with this major where like, I don't enjoy the process. I want to just, <laughs> you know, I, I struggle with that and I obsess on the outcome. So I don't know. Have you learned anything in your experience that, that uh, maybe could help me or other guys that have gone through that? I, uh, so I've learned a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago. I, I compete against myself mm -hmm. and comparisons to others is where I've always found a slippery slope. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not the fastest. I'm never going to be the strongest, but, um, really looking at incremental gains and incremental improvement and in whatever, whatever I've been doing, that's the part I enjoy is setting up those smaller goals. And lots of times it's like, you know, pebbles. And before you know it, your, your buckets filled up with all of these pebbles and you've had all these in, know, small accomplishments, but it, it weighs a lot when it's all yeah. said and done. And you look at where you've gone now, to the, to the detriment, though, uh, of, of, or the inverse of that, a negative to that is I'm horrible at recognition at work, 
with my kids, with my M, um, because I don't care about that part, right? I, I'm really all about, okay, what's next? What are we going to do next? And, and what, what, how are we going to accomplish this? Or how are we going to get there? And, and those types of things. So I've really focused recently on celebrating those, taking, it, taking a breath and, and celebrating those accomplishments and, and then, then moving on you know, the 24 hour rule or whatever you say. I don't think I answered your question at all, though. I'm black. No, that, yeah, that's good. I, no, I, I think that does, I think that does help. You know, I think sometimes I'm maybe overly competitive, right? And and then you do get into that comparison mindset and then, and then you get frustrated, right? Because, you know, like, you know, if you haven't been able to post in a while and you're, and you're not running as much and then all of a sudden you're not as fast that, and then you get out there and that's really discouraging. Right. So then, you know, so I think just like you said, it's a slippery slope when you start being overly talk, competitive. I, IPC is a perfect example. So the first year I went in there and I, the first couple I like dabbled and I was like, I'm not really sure what this is. I don't know how much out of it, what it's going to take out of me. And after a couple, I'm like, dude, I could crush this thing. And, <laughs> and I did pretty well. Um, then the next year it came along and, and I reflected and I said, you know, I don't need to compete against anybody. Those numbers don't really matter to me. And I didn't do it. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to do it again because of, uh, you know, it's you, you versus you. So I like the apex, never have done it because I'm afraid I might be obsessive compulsive about it yeah. um but that, that that's re really the key not comparing yourself to others and, and that's been a tough lesson for me to learn because i i am uber competitive but yeah. as i get older it doesn't really matter as much so yeah well and and you know brad pitt uh i don't know if you know him but he said yeah. one time in a, a q source he, he said you know one day you'll wake up and realize you have nothing to prove you know, and uh, I still I think about that because I'm like, wow, I you know, wonder when that day will come. <laughs> but you know, I, the other thing you you started talking about was your family and your M, and I think at least what I'm learning is some of the most important things in life are the hardest to measure. Um, you know, and and so you know, just curious if you you know any good good resources or I guess how how old are your boys? Did you say? Uh fifteen and thirteen. Okay. Any, so any good resources for guys that, you know, fathers of, of boys that people should be checking out or any advice, I guess. Oh, you know, I should probably know more of these. Um, <laughs> Dobson has some good books, faith-based books on raising boys. Um, just try to talk to them. You know, um, the, the thing that, that boys, girls, whomever get more, try to ask questions that are more than yes and no and switch it up on them. Um, having those conversations with them, spending time with them, uh, is key. I, I've got to be careful of not pushing them too much mm. also. So, uh, what's that right balance on pushing enough and not pushing enough, um, uh, academics so uh i try to you know every time my church is open i try to be there and i think that's an important example for them uh, i don't know if i've always been a great spiritual leader for my family so when i talk about different ways of leading that's one area i am working on more at hmm. um and setting that example by them I, i'm not i can't save them i can pray 
and I can hope, but that's not, that's, that's Christ to decide um, and, and God to decide, but I can certainly fertilize and, and uh, overall get them involved in things, um, get them outside um, in, in different activities, I think. Um, and that doesn't have to be athletics, but um, our, our mantra is, okay, you're, if you commit, you're going to finish the season or the school year or whatever it may be. And then you can say you're never going to do it again, but we're not going to do nothing. Hmm. So um, lots of various experiences. I've got one that's totally locked in on certain things. And, and I've got another one that's tried lots of different things. Um, he's starting to find his way a little bit more, um, but, and then supporting them. And uh, one, one of the things that I have had to learn and continue to learn is I'll go back to the process and not being hypercritical. Well, why did you do this? That made no sense. And just being a fan yeah. um, in, in the activities they do and supporting them overall. Um, and just try to get that relationship enough to where when things go really bad, um, they know that you're there for them. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, man, that's, I think that's phenomenal advice. I love that. Just, just be a fan piece. Cause I, it's so easy to, you know, you see yourself and your kids, or at least I, I do. And then they do, they make a mistake that you've made and you immediately, I jump to, why'd you do that? That's, you know, and, um, but that doesn't really help. Right. I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, I like that. Just be a fan, man. I'm, I'm going to remember that. I, I am curious. I uh, appreciate you sharing that too. Cause I, I think parenting, you know, we're all trying to be better fathers. Those of us that, that have kids are lucky enough to have kids. And I think um, that's maybe one area I've thought about. We could probably share more about and learn, <laughs> prevent ourselves from having to reinvent the wheel all the time. But um, the other side of, of third F I think is kind of the, the community uh, involvement or community service type of stuff. Have you had a chance to get out and do any of that stuff with the guys? You know, I have, and that's probably, that's an area I definitely could do more of. Um, at, uh, and maybe I should bring my kids after I gave that whole conversation on parenting, right? Get them involved yeah. in some of those things. We do a lot with go. my, with our church. So that takes up some of it. Uh, but Brick Builder, I helped last year with that. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm writing that down. Just like you wrote down, being a fan, I'm, I'm gonna, that should be a goal of mine is how do I get more plugged into some of our community events? I've contributed, obviously, but contribution, I think, is kind of a weak way out. So, Yeah. No, I love that. That's good. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's tough, right? Cause we're all at different stages uh, with kids and family and different capacities or, or like you said, you're helping at your church. Right. And so, um, but yeah, I, I think early on, I got to do one of the Heartland Hope. Um, I'm sorry. It was actually abide. Uh, it was the, the abide Christmas event. And I, and I remember doing that with Vandalay and there's just, it's like another tier of fellowship with your, with your brothers when you're, serving in the community with them. It's, it's fascinating to me how it all works, but. Uh, well, how do you contribute to the greater good? I think similar uh, to what Brad Pitt told you, I, you know, I have nothing to prove. Yeah. Um, but how do you make your community better? And, and how do you leave a, a lasting impression on others in a positive way? And those are ways you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I do want to get your thoughts on, you know, where our, our mission, right, is to reinvigorate male community leadership. Um, so curious how, how you feel like we're, we're doing there. I know you've had a chance to queue many workouts and, and be a site queue, but what was your experience like from a leadership standpoint there? I think that's one of the coolest things to see people step out of their comfort zone, getting in front of a bunch of people and um, just trying something. It's kind of like the advice you give um, to someone that's getting married. So reflect on your own marriage, your own ceremony, if you were, if you had one, no matter what it was. And typically one of you planned it to the nth degree. And you, because um, it wasn't me in, in, in that relationship, there were parts of it that I, I was an active participant. Um, but you know exactly how you envisioned it and how you want it to go. And inevitably, it's not going to go according to plan. Mm. But then you ask everyone else involved in that ceremony, what they think of it. And most of the time, they're a happy, festive event people don't realize that the cake wasn't in the right place or this didn't get served right, or that didn't happen when it was supposed to happen. And I think a lot of, a lot of individual, or, you know, the packs get, get nervous about queuing and anymore. I've done it enough to where I'm like, man, this sucks. We're switching it up and you just come up with something new on the fly. Right. Um, so getting out of that comfort zone and seeing them excel and, and just lots of times the exhale when they're all done with it, because it's a big deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I love to support, support them. And, the, um, and I can remember vividly and I, I tell everybody that ever had a VQ at the DZ or one of the places I go to a lot, I'm like, man, you're not going to sleep because you're going to be really nervous about it. It's like giving that big presentation. Don't worry about it. It's going to go fine. No one's going to know if you mess up or where you're going to mess up because there's always someone around to help. Um, so if it's going really bad, you, you know, have their back, let them know it'll be okay. Um, going forward when I've had to be gone, when I've had my injury, I've been amazed by the support and the willingness for in, you know, people to help out on different things. Mm -hmm. So um, the COTs, we hit on that a little bit earlier and those, those inspirational messages or what people are dealing with, um, they hit home sometimes and they, they help you realize, you know, I could help someone there or I could do more there, um, overall and just the willingness to put yourself out there whether it be at a school board, whether it be at a commission, whether it be at work, um, having the opportunities to, to, to practice those things in safe places, I think pays off in others. Yeah. Well, and you know, like you said, it, it, some of it is just getting guys used to being out in front, right? Not every, every guy has that experience. And then, um, you know, teaching guys how to fail, you know, fail forward, fail fast, you fail know, fast. um, yeah, I'm curious your thoughts too, because um, you Black Tuesday, right, is who you handed the yeah yeah the flag to. So tell us what what sort of went into that decision. Was it a, an easy? You knew it right away, or or was there a process you kind of had to go? Through? No, I had a bunch of guys um, that I had thought about, and then I I really looked at okay who shows up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was that was a key. factor, right? Yeah, that's key. Yeah, 
who, who, who consistently shows up. And then the other uh, determining factor was um, who does it the right way. Hmm. So um, this is going to sound mean and, and I, I'm in this group, but there's some, there's some, some people that go out there and it's kind of like, you know, we do the motions, various, various reasons. One, you don't feel like being there, but you showed up kudos. I can, I can say I've done that before, but black Tuesday was one of those guys. Every time I worked out with him, he just always did it the right way. He always mm-hmm. did pull-ups the right way. He always does air squats the right way. Now, now people are going to watch him with, with this uh, critical eye. Know, Sorry, yeah. black. Sorry, black Tuesday. Now yeah. you're going to have to really keep it up. Um, and, uh, he always had very insightful, meaningful COTs and, and thoughtful workouts when he cued. He was just someone that always, uh, you know, kept rising to the top. So any any and he's excited about F three. Um, I knew he'd be excited about the opportunity. It just another leadership opportunity for him. So those were some of the reasons. Yeah, no, it's awesome. He's going to do good things. Yeah. Well, I, I was bummed. I, I don't normally miss a shovel pass, but had to be in office for an early meeting that morning and, and was bummed. I was, I love the pictures, uh, just being able to see the guys, hold, you know, new guy holding the flag up in center field there. Um, pretty cool. You know, funny, funny story. I knew my flag was kind of suspect a little bit and I, I jerry rigged it and I went up to get my flag to pass to black Tuesday and if you've been to the danger zone, lots of times we, we meet in, in the stadium. Um, we get the lights on, and it's all lit up down there. Uh, Rooney, always on certain events, will turn all the lights on. So it was nice and bright. About halfway down is a windy day. Snap. My, my flag, the oh, holder man. to the – it snapped. Of all days, had to be that day. So um, I, I held it until and then when i passed him the show i go dude i'm sorry man this broke on the way down here so you're i'll fix it and he ended up fixing it but um that's just another one of those instances of stuff just sometimes doesn't go to plan right so deal with it move on yeah well no i I love that i do you know we we, um so we just celebrated the the five-year uh anniversary and um one of the questions that Tater and, and Wait Time let a workout and Wait Time asked this question. So we've been asking it to guys and it, it's really cool to answer. So curious your your thoughts here. But the, but the question is, you know, uh, what did I think was important when I started F3 and what do I realize is more important now? Um, anything come to mind for you there? I didn't realize how much I missed male friendship mm-hmm. um, and in expanding my network uh, grow, growing up, you know, you're part of a team at work, probably um, I have my church family and friendships there, but um, you know, you, you associate with people that are on your kids in their band or in, in their athletic events, but um, none of them were like my friendships that I developed. Mm-hmm. So prior, you know, I, that was something I probably didn't even think about anymore. So that bond of 
male friendship and expanding that network and getting to know different individuals has been one of the things that has really, you know, you come for the fitness, you stay for the friendships and, and, and that, that is so true. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, when I first read free delete, I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking, what are they talking about? But now that you've been through it long enough, you're like, man, that is what keeps me coming back. Yeah. So my encouragement is put yourself out there, right? Talk to people, get out there and, and get to know them a little bit better. Um, and, and you'll be amazed at what happens. Yeah. I love that. Any, any other, uh, you know, advice or, or topics uh, you would want to cover? Just thinking, you know, in the past, we've had advice for maybe a new guy or site cues or just um, how do we make sure we're welcoming uh, to new guys, but would be curious if you have any, any thoughts there. Site cues, this is a good, I, I this is, uh, I tried, got past to me. I always tried to um, keep a month or one week a month open on my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if a VQ or something came up, it didn't always work for me because thankfully um, I had people usually lined up wanting to queue, but I think that's good because we got to give others opportunities. Yeah. So um, to, to really grasp on if when they're ready to take that, that plunge and do a VQ and lead for the first time. Um, for those, for others, um, commit, you know, what you put into it is what you get out of it. Hmm. Um, so if if you enjoy it, uh, maybe put a little bit more effort forward and, uh, who knows what will happen. Uh, I, I love seeing guys also that do commit and that you, you help motivate and you watch their journey. Yeah. 50 pounds, 60 pounds, hundreds of pounds. Oh. I never run. Now I'm run. Now I'm pre-running. Uh, just seeing those journeys and people pushing themselves out there, set those goals, um, compare yourself to yourself. Mm. Um, try to be better every day. Um, and those small incremental changes will add up, uh, over time. And and I I said, I'm I'm sounding repetitive. You'll, you'll be amazed at the results you get if you just have that mentality. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the consistency, you know, in that message. And I think it's, um, for a lot of us that, that resonates, you know, I think it, it, like you said, it's a slippery slope when you start trying to compare, uh, to others. So I, I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, last question here, just curious what, you know, when, when a guy sees you out there in the gloom, where, where do you need, uh, prayers or encouragement these days? Oh, great question. I appreciate that. I want to, well, help me. <laughs> Am I doing the right things with my kids? Um, so prayers for, for raising my children, prayers for them. Um, this is world, this world is, and, and, and will continue to be a crazy place. And, um, so that, that we're doing the right things. They're making the right decisions. Um, I think, oh gosh. Um, that's probably the big thing for me right now. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I think that's, you know, I think we could all, 
uh, use some some prayers for that. But definitely next time we see you out there, and and maybe next time somebody sees you out there, they can uh, they can race right to help you test out that new that new foot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you bet. You bet. Let's race. Totally kidding. Oh, I love it. All right. Um, okay. One other thing. I don't sprint anymore. I, I, I did listen to retweet. He said, once you're over 40, you should never sprint anymore. And I use yeah. that term all the time. Nice. I love it. I, I have also been asking guys, you know, so a lot of times I'll listen back to these episodes and, and try to come up with a, a clever name, but I'm open to, to your ideas. So what would you, if you got to name your episode of the globe? Oh, my, my episode here? No, what would, you uh, name, what would you name it? Toga Party. Toga Party. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's the significance of that? I don't know. You know, they, they've started uh, Animal House. Yeah. And in, that, in that movie, there's a big toga party. Toga. Yeah. So that's my callback now. Uh, I don't know if that's a Sarpy thing or if it's a, f3 thing just going on but the callback you know you have your name but then there's a callback that that happens mine has been toga recently okay i love it that's great all right man we'll do uh, a quick uh namorama here i'll start Uh, brandon flea hardy 37 the plague oh the plague uh jared durr 49 animal house animal house toga uh when's when's the big 5-0 man when do you get respect Credential. Uh it, it's coming up. You're not going to tell? Nope. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, man. Nah, okay. it's probably, let's see here, what is it, May? Yeah. May, May. Uh, 10-ish months away? 9-ish okay. months away? I just turned 49, so okay. I, got, I got some time. Got it. Awesome. Well, hey, this it's is. It's in March. I'll give it up. It's in March. Sometime in March. Sometime in March. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll uh, then we'll be saying respect at that point, right? Uh, yeah. That's crazy to think about, man. Hey, yeah. I appreciate you just being vulnerable and, and sharing your, your journey. This was great. Well, I uh, thank you. Again, I apologize and appreciate your func- uh, flexibility. Uh, this was, this is, I was nervous about this a little bit too. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, you, you did great, man. It thank did, you. I appreciate like all the workout. appreciate all that you do too, Plague. Uh, you, you're um, good. Great seeing you out there. Appreciate you doing this because uh, I started listening to these when I knew I had one coming up. Because I'm like, man, I probably should listen to those. But they're they're great, great nuggets out of all of these. Well, and, thanks, man. Um, yeah, no, appreciate appreciate got, that. Got a lot of great guys out there. So just trying to develop the platform, but. Enjoy the rest of your day, brother. You too. Later. Thank you.